0: episode one a pullback reveal with me kev rook and my first guest of this new i don't know what i call it i keep saying season and series i'll go series let's go with that of the new series is the magnificent sadia asthma um a brilliant stand-up comedian and podcaster in her own right A really important, relevant voice, I think, and uh, yeah, one of my favourite voices out there at the moment in time. Uh, Please do check out her podcast, No Country for Young Women, uh, which is produced by the BBC and just about to launch uh, Series 3 themselves, which is great. Uh, Look, as I kind of predicted during the trailer uh, that was out a couple of days ago, we don't talk a great deal about comedy, really. It is a, a lot of chat about COVID-19, um, the societal impacts, economic, uh, cultural impacts that it's kind of like already having on us, and that we predict or we potentially foresee may hit us in the future as well. Uh, a fascinating chat. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I do. Um, we just straight into it it was beautiful it's lovely when you chat to people like that and you're just like off and running um i've never actually personally met sadie and myself uh but we've sort of chatted quite a lot with she was going to be coming up to west disney comedy festival that's how we we kick off this conversation actually talking about that Uh, and we chat a bit online as well and um yeah what a fascinating young woman, uh, great voice, great opinion on stuff, and I urge you to check out and catch up on the podcast, uh, No Country for Young Women, and then get ready for, for Series 3, of that coming really soon, so I'll kick on, I'm not going to hang around today, I hope you like the, uh, the new little trailer theme tune that we've done there, I might play around with them and do a few different ones there. but I thought it's about time, let's, let's bring this up to at least at least the 90s, I think, now. Yeah, let's, let's make it a bit more a bit more down with the kids. Uh, we've got loads of free time on our hands, haven't we? So, sit back, relax, put your feet up, and enjoy episode one of series two with the quite superb Sadia Azmat. And I'll see you again at the end. Thank you. So, yeah, we were just saying, anyway, before I so rudely hung up on you, um, no worries. <laughs> about, yeah, the festival and stuff. You're right, it's like, um, I was about to say, it's like a, not that I've any experience of this yet, I'll underline the yet, but, um, a, you know, a marriage that's broken down. And, you know, you've just got those, like, every drawer you look in, there's a little memory of, you know, what could it's have been.
1: painful as well. Like, it does make you wince. Like, I saw a few weeks ago, um, the, you know, like you say, one of the notifications, and, you kind of look at it and it's like, ah, it just hurts because there's nothing you can do about it. And it's really sad. Like, if you if you really look at the context and why it's having to be cancelled and, and the ramifications of it, it's, it's really sad because it was going to be amazing and huge and, and you had so much kind of hard work and good kind of prep groundwork done and loads of like amazing acts and it was just going to be so fun and you can't underestimate how hard you fucking worked on it because I've done loads of festivals before but I could tell like the love that you were putting into it and it was just probably long hours and just um, a a labour of love Um, but it will come back and it will I don't know you know we will defeat corona
0: yeah I know it's it's kind of like when stuff gets cancelled because of like the world and stuff that's like so out of our control at the moment you you kind of on the one hand you can't you just resign yourself to it don't you? You know you can't get annoyed like you would if it was a you know a, the normal thing of gigs being pulled or events being pulled just because of like poor organisation or no one buying any tickets or something. It's just typical that yeah, with the festival in particular, that it was, like, absolutely flying. It's going to be, like, we're, we're <laughs> going we're going again, you know, and the plan is it'll be the same dates next year. I was kind of, like, toying with do a sort of try and, you know, as soon as they say, right, you're allowed to go outside now, you know, I've got, right, fuck, pull the festival together, you know, get it going again. Yeah. But I think the right thing to do will be to sort of do some other stuff as soon as they say that, like a big party, like, before anything else I think we're all going to need one of those and then mm-hmm. uh yeah and then go at it properly like with the dates next April but it's going to be it, it's just I need to throw away the brochures but I can't there's like four and a half thousand oh festival brochures like
1: oh, in the spare God room and now God. and now and again
0: I have to go and get like a, a sheet or a towel out the cupboard and it's like ah uh, there you are guys staring <laughs> Rob, there you are robbing it's your big face staring up at me <laughs> from the middle of the brochure
1: <laughs> it's the unthinkable it's the unspeakable and it's nobody saw it coming and i think i really agree with you what you're saying in terms of like if it's admin or life that that kind of rears its ugly head and you you we we're, were so conditioned to get on with things but because the whole world has literally stood still um in the last few weeks due to the virus it's uh, it's even more kind of monumental uh, the impact that it's uh, kind of like the trail that it's leaving behind and it's just uh, a lot of uncertainty and i know and obviously we both um understand like you know how how bad it is in terms of the poor victims of it directly but in terms of collateral damage it's it's leaving a a wake behind that um I don't think any of of us have ever ever thought of or been prepared for um how are you coping with things have you got like enough food and stuff
0: yeah yeah we're not uh, kind of um yeah I've not raided the neighbour's house just yet, you know, I'm tooled up, I'm ready to go you know as soon as they <laughs> see the front door open, you know there's a chink of light, Um, <laughs> you know we'll be storming them obviously we're not we're not stupid, but mm-hmm. um now we're because 'cause you're in London obviously uh, i'm and you yes. you're you're london based so, yeah. so yeah. you've probably got a different sense Model. of it than yeah yes yeah, so it's it's bonkers up here in Manchester still, you know, and there has been all that hoarding going on and you know people ignoring stuff and going out and gathering and bits like that still but i think even that seems to be tailing off a bit it seems to calm down a little bit yeah it does seem to have chilled out a bit the last week
1: here i wouldn't i can't report the same thing unfortunately i think that there's a lot of panic um and i think that um because in the last few weeks there wasn't anything done to curb the kind of massive hoarding and overspend there's like so many gaps in supermarkets now and I think the gaps are not making people feel any more at ease and they're basically getting the same delivery so the demand is probably Gone like over the roof, like quadrupled, but yet the um, kind of supply doesn't match it to any level. But you know, I I went and bought one box of paracetamol because I didn't have any in the house, just as a precaution. But I'm really trying not to get swept away with the fear and panic because that's not good for your immune system. And I I know it's hard, but you have to stay positive, um, regardless. Like the, otherwise, you let it win
0: yeah yeah it, and it's Are the rough they, sleepers sort of,
1: in your place been kind of like how's now sorry i know i'm just totally no 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 that's cool I man. No, jump,
0: jump around no it's all good um yeah i believe so yeah i believe this so we've got um he'll pop up on your same tv screens obviously but yeah i think it's on news night or something recently um andy burnham's our mayor that we've got up here in um London so he's he's been he's been on that pretty hot it was it, and kind of I think was one of the you know main guys sort of you know banging the drama saying like this needs to get sorted out nationally you know not just like in, in Manchester area so totally. um, yeah I bet I believe they're they're onto to that as well but it's it, it it's like you said it's do you forget from time to time what's going on I just sort of like you'll just sort of your brain goes to its normal place doesn't it and then now and again you'll go like Oh, fuck, there's like a major world <laughs> situation yeah. here.
1: Honestly, um, if you're able to have that respite, I'm really envious and, and glad for you because I think that's healthy. But I, th- the problem for me is I'm quite um, active on social media and you can't escape. Do you know no. what I mean? If anything, I think it's um, kind of... Amplifying—that's probably not the right word. It's kind of—it's exaggerating. No, that's probably not a good turn of phrase either. Okay, basically, social media is like really exacerbating what's going on, and um, of course, like the impact can't be denied. I've been saying that the whole call, but the way it's being reported, um, it's just a lot. And so, social media is really constant and consistent, and not consistent. Sorry, is really just constantly bombarding you with different news stories and like, oh, this person died, they were really healthy and da, da da da. So there's no order, there's no structure. And so you're just confronted with all of these different facts and, and um kind of frustrations from different ends. And so it's I find it difficult to escape. Also just because when I am out, um the the tone is so somber and and down. Mm. Yeah. The spirit is completely eroded and, and just so thin so you kind of do soak that up a little bit and so when people are all down like you can't I, well I'm struggling to kind of feel better about Well, I almost feel a bit guilty about feeling okay because everybody else is so down which I know is not really healthy but I think that um, yeah social media is totally unhealthy is very addictive and um, kind of a guilty pleasure one that's legal which is like kind of like one of the very few legal guilty pleasures that we have remaining Um, but I do need to kind of use the um, time to kind of buckle down and get on with other things but I think it was just a shock um, when the lockdown was announced and so the idea of going back to quote unquote normality seemed to uh, be a, a tall order because that does, we just don't know what normality is right now. It's also transient. Yeah.
0: Well, I've kind of got the secret. It's not a quick fix, but to the distraction element for you, uh, which yes. is a, a one-year-old and a four-year-old.
1: Uh-huh. Um, See, so... I'm really grateful I don't have kids because, like, I'm. It's so selfish of me, and like, I don't know. I think that's a nice thing for you to be. We must be amazing to look at them and know that they're okay. Because I think also that
0: though, what, what you'd be surprised. So the four-year-old, obviously, like schools have been closed now. So they oh. were. She was like coming home from school talking about the germs. Um, oh sugar. And, and and literally within like there was a I I think if like we see loads of these tables at the moment, you know, with like a curved line and stuff like that going on, I'm, like <laughs> just constantly open your eyes, isn't it, and looking any direction and there's kind of like one of those graphs or tables yeah, right in front of you. yeah exactly so if, if we'd have been on like me and my daughter's knowledge of coronavirus like she was probably like ahead of me for a bit <laughs> like i'd imagine because she like came home from school like they already had a song about it like and i was like oh my god like before anyone even knew you know there was a song they were all singing there was a, a video that got that they were shown like within it's almost scary to think about this. Like someone's got this planned and ready to go, but there was like a wash, a wash your hands video. They were. You know, conspiracy theorists or whatever, you know, but it's like, they were ready to send this stuff out to schools. It looked like, you know, and she was like all with the, uh, and she's, um, she's told us she's had like a, uh, bad dream one night about the germs getting her and stuff like that so oh
1: no that's awful
0: it, 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 it's tricky because like there kids are a great distraction from how you ideally would spend your time or or what you might think about <laughs> otherwise because you just got no choice you know when they're hungry you you know most people feed them don't they you know when they're hungry or if they're dirty then you give them a wash and and stuff yeah. like that I guess what it also does though so is it can be like a a magnifier of any worries that you've got because you kind of in those brief moments when you're not running around after them you know it's a kind of like right how especially something like this because it you know being a a dad of two girls you know it's kind of a like that old caveman protect the family and all that sort of stuff kicks in you know so it's a bit kind of like shit now this is I'd prefer it to be zombies cuz you can see them you know you can fight them off but but stuff like this it's like well yeah how do you keep kids safe you know from something that's in, invisible and
1: <laughs> half yeah, the people don't know if they've, like they've even got it <laughs> it's like we don't know what we're fighting um and literally the tools we've been given is water and hand wash but it's a lot more menacing or sinister than that um And in terms of, like, I don't know, it must be really tricky being a parent right now because the whole responsibility has just literally been thrust on you. Like School's closed um, and you don't want to be dishonest to the kids, but also you don't want to, like, um, harbour an over kind of like a a sense of fear that you don't need to have in them like kids are yeah. in the mud and you know meant to be mucky now and again and you don't want to give them kind of OCD which obviously they have to be careful though and I've seen like parents in the shops telling their kids like don't touch the handles and don't do this don't do mm-hmm. that but like you know they have to be kids as well and uh, I don't know I it, think we'll get yeah leaders.
0: it's it, it's really difficult and, and I think we've sort of yeah we're like by no means you know like the sort of parents that are like scaring the crap out of them you know with like yeah. stories of this is what's going to happen to you but at the same <laughs> time I think I think you've got that level of responsibility to say like oh maybe don't lick that uh just at Definitely. you know at, at the moment you know kind of thing and and they notice you know especially a, a bright four-year-old you know is kind of like why aren't we at school you know where am I I miss my friends when are we going to see granny again and you know, all all stuff like this, you know, so she talks about and and I guess it just shows how they, they pick up the language from you. You know, what does she say when? Oh, when when things are normal again, can we will we be able to do this or will we be able to do that? You know, so oh, wow. it is a, a major worry I've got is like the longer this goes on and it it's been talked about, I guess, a little bit. But it's like the potential psychological damage that's left behind after something like this is, you know, potentially an even bigger burden on society or mm-hmm. don't want to go as far as to say killer or something like that, you know, but it's kind of like, especially in, in, in children, you know, that are sponges at this age of, as you said, you know, what are they... what f-
1: Absorbing and stuff. Yeah, For you sure. know, imagine
0: the OCD levels, man, going forwards so are going to be absolutely ridiculous.
1: And then going to my problem, like this is gonna sound totally like um not shallow, but basically like we already had me too, which was obviously um kind of like quite instrumental in in shaping um male and females kind of like uh approaches to one another, and yeah. now this has happened, this is kind of like. Torn the roof off, and so with handshakes and hugging and and two meters and this so-called social distancing, like it's just what the fuck? Yeah, it's um. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Imagine you were trying
1: just, to pull your wife now. What would you do, Kev? Oh,
0: I, I mean, no, you would never normally hear me say I'm glad I'm not single, but you know, at the <laughs> moment, um. I'll probably I'd nearly go that far, you know. I'd probably... no, you, you, you. I have I have considered that. Yeah, it's like you know, normally it's all about rubbing into each totally other and getting sweaty that. in clubs
1: and stuff. Yeah, you're totally doomed. You're damned if you do and damned if you don't. If you are into someone and you make it known, you're going to have to be so clear it's going to feel or seem creepy. And then if you do nothing, which is considered safe, everybody's just going to be miserable. So what gives? like you know we're gonna have to kind of like be mature about this like girls like are gonna need to accept that there is a you know that men might want to give you attention and that you have to be proactive if you want it and if you don't yeah. want it yeah but it's called a charm offensive for a reason it's not called a you know so you kind of have to um keep your wits about you and like i don't like i'm not gonna go online. I've never dated online. I don't need a jihadi. And I just all these kind of like hookups online with Tinder and Hinge videos and stuff, it makes me cringe. Like who wants that's not real kind of connection or connectivity. Like you're meant to meet people and have chemistry in real life. Like not through a fucking lens. Like and Do- of course you can stimulate yourself unilaterally, but doesn't mean you should or, or doesn't no. mean it's good or better.
0: Do you not think that this whole, you know, what the virus is, is just going to exacerbate that going forward? So, because if people get used to or it's seen as, you know, safer to be further removed, you know, that that's the whole message, isn't it? It's like stay away, and even when this lockdown's over, you know, there's going to be measures in place, and um, we'll get on to obviously the impacts on the comedy and the circuit and and all the rest (laughs) of it in in, in a bit, you know, and that sort of thing. But, you know, it's kind of, I I can only see that becoming more of the accepted, you know, the, the the default, isn't it? The go-to of that's where you meet with people. That's how you communicate solely through that. And it's, um, it's it's just so utopian at the moment, you know, it is probably like we're living through a sci-fi film, isn't it? Of, um, You know, not only the situation at the moment, but then the the knock-on effects, you know, it would, you know, normally it would, the screen would go wobbly, wouldn't it? And it'd be like 20 years later and you'd see the social impact, you know, that something happening like this where it, it just blows people's minds. And, you know, as you said about like the Me Too movement, I guess the other worry is that all other topics of conversation that we've had and any progress we've made recently are just they're off the table now aren't they this is just front and center I guess that would change but it's yeah
1: you know everything else is like ground zero again
0: yeah
1: but the thing is is that I think people are going to have to be honest with themselves and really um kind of like look at their values and for me it's like what is the point in anything if there isn't love so you know you're going to have to kind of prioritize what's important I think I know it's hard to use phrases like a real man but this will really be a test um, of the men versus boys because if a boy is afraid of some germs like you know then then that ain't really going to be someone I need to be spending time with like you're going to have to be I hate to use this word because I think it's thrown around and and flouted so much but like brave you're going to have to be brave to love and 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 kind of do all the things that we've kind of been so spoiled with um but i think you just can't be afraid like love and fear are the opposites right so you have to if you want to kind of love you have to be unafraid and um it's not going to be taking a risk but i think in the new world uh it seems as though it's going to be framed as doing so if so much as a hug is um a fucking taboo
0: yeah Yeah, I mean, even like, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? Um, You know, like, this has gone through my mind before, you know, like, so Italians kiss each other when they meet X number of times, you know, on two times on one cheek and one time on the other or whatever it is, you know, and and the French have got their, you know, thing and the, the British and the Americans are all about their handshakes and both Trump and bloody Bojo have... Fallen foul early days of lying about the fact that they were still they were handshaking victims as if that was a badge of honour to, <laughs> to now be constantly reminded. Well, we know it was a lie that you said that you did that because you didn't. But also, what a stupid message that you were you were sending out then. It is going to be. I mean, do you see this then as being such? You know, a, that it will lead to real change. That we've got absolutely no choice.
1: Social social cleansing. Um... Is what it seems to be at the minute because what as you as you indicated earlier your your four-year-old is already kind of um able to talk about the language which which let's face it hasn't really been formed for for more than five minutes and so and there's other kind of videos on on youtube or twitter that i've seen where people in a new york apartment started shouting at other people and said hey get indoors, get indoors, get indoors, already feeling as though they are, um, they have some sort of rights to tell other people how to live. And there's been yeah. kind of other examples of people kind of being quite um, indignant about...
0: Like martial law almost kicking in, isn't it? Yeah,
1: people, people being really pissed off at other people for being out in a park, for instance. And um, I think we have to be human about things and i think the problem is is when people are so scared about dying or or having irrational fears then i think that the humanity suffers and i think that that's what those types of people need to kind of try to hold on to but i think that you know you see in examples of people being really entitled in shops where shop workers are kind of like putting up with more shit than they need to they're already at work in a really difficult situation. And then people are kind of like kind of just making jibes and stuff like that. So I think it's really telling of, of who nasty people are and kind of it's coming out. Um, so I think so going back to social cleansing to answer your question is it, it, I don't opt into it, um, but I think that um, it's going to be hard for kind of, let's be honest, the majority to kind of, um, argue against it like because nobody's being listened to and the way it's being framed is that you're a danger to others now and and so it's for the greater good and that's a really difficult kind of thing to um shake off like even if you don't have the virus you don't even have much to kind of declare because they all say oh it could be inside you and you don't know or or it's mild but it could f up somebody else who's complicated and so the way that they've kind of almost like they've got us at kind of is it like a stranglehold where yeah, yeah you know you're just being forced to to submit and shut up and just kind of like hush the fuck up and this isn't really even going into the way it's impacting us in terms of our livelihoods
0: yeah of, of course so <laughs> yeah I, I mean that's the thing about this isn't it it's um you start to see the how many different layers it starts to
1: mm.
0: affect and how quickly as well, It which spreads you sound like a professional host here, but you know, mm-hmm. it's like a cheesy one at least. Um, but you know, it, which seemed to spread as quickly as the virus is, you know, the kind of those implications on our life, on our mindset, on incomes, on jobs, on business and stock markets, you know, it's like, instantaneous this domino effect that goes around um obviously I take it you're not gigging very much at the moment no, that that's...
1: <laughs> because if I was I'd be it would be to an empty room yeah and when I started out this was the dream because I was really scared of performing so it was always like why can't I just perform in my bedroom um and now I'm realizing how that doesn't really work um so luckily I have a BBC sounds podcast and we're going to be recording I think towards the end of April beginning of May so in terms of podcasting that's okay but obviously stand-up comedy is the the thing that I do is the thing that I love it's my job my vocation my reason for being and that's completely come to a standstill now um out of my control and So I, what I can do if I'm being kind of positive uh, is write and work up material, but um, I, I kind of I feel sad that I can't do it and uh, that, you know, human interaction in terms of that is a big deal to me, like feeling, being on stage and talking to a whole room of people, um, telling them your jokes and making them laugh is like, the best feeling in the world and so it feels like I'm not communicating in a way that I've been doing so much um, and that's been taken away and I think it will go back um, but I think it will be a little bit more controlled and 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 less um, free as it used to be. Um, The thing I'm not too keen on is what I'm seeing now with these pop-ups in terms of virtual gigs yeah, in the living yeah. room like that just isn't me um I don't think that's the art form either
0: no I and I guess sort of like in I I get that completely and I don't think to be honest it's meant to I don't think anyone that that that's doing those bits at the moment you know would claim that it's meant to be a a, re, a true replacement you know or a true no. replica even of of what it's there um I guess some people just don't know how to do anything else. So it's like, fuck, I'm going to go completely insane here.
1: That's your polite way of saying we have our egos that we're used (laughs) to being massaged and our voices that we're used to having listened to, um, you know, quite intently. So that needs to come out. And I hear that, but let's not dress it up to be, you know, You know they're gonna keep up with the times, and I think everything is online. But um, it's, I think it's kind of detracting from from obviously what you do from live comedy, where there's an audience there that you kind of like, kind of feed off of, and, yeah, and of really course. interact with and engage with. And and I think it's um, definitely not re- replicatable. That's probably not a word either. You some, not something you can replicate in quite that way. Um, I think. I don't know. I'm um, just like I think yeah it will get back but I think that it's going to take a little bit of time and some careful kind of guidance or direction um in terms of the government looking after the country and the virus and yeah. um a lot of people are afraid at the minute. Um it's interesting how some people are less afraid and some people are more afraid um and I think if if things were kind of being dealt with better and um, there would be less need for paranoia, but it feels like paranoia is being encouraged if not rewarded or recognized as um kind of safe behavior but it's all very unhealthy staying in the house for like twenty four hours or whatever twenty three hours let's say is so unhealthy, and then when you yeah. go out for your walk, everything feels better, but this enforced kind of house arrest it's just it's just so unnatural. A great situation, yeah, it, it's ride, it, You
0: know, fucking it, great. It's it so difficult, isn't it? Because it is, we're told, the only way not even to stop it, you know, but the only way to, to... mitigate. Yeah, to kind of just make it manageable, basically. You know, get it sort of running at a, a speed that hopefully someone's able to kind of pick up, you know, at the, uh, the other end of what almost the inevitability of yeah the the outcome of x number of people you know dying what, from you know what from I guess up.
1: what really frustrates me is that we were not given due notice or warning about this or the extent of this, and our buy in now and our opt in is is not only being kind of uh, relied upon but enforced by law, and there's nothing we can do about it but had had the people the powers that be been kind of i don't know less fucking bothered about brexit and their own re-election and their own kind of like positions if they had really kind of done what they were supposed to be doing earlier then it wouldn't have needed to come to this and what really annoys me is that their incompetence isn't gonna kind of have any ramifications and and lives are being kind of sacrificed or compromised due to their shoddiness let's face it and so yeah that's what really annoys me is that this um yes could have been um far easier for all of us and now we're all having to kind of live this virtual reality from within our homes I still don't know how convinced I am about how bad it is in terms of the way that it's being reported um and I also don't know that I'm kind of like, you know, I just, there's other things that are terrible as well. But this feels like it's really being pushed home.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, you know, the thing that's amazed me as well is like, shouldn't they have a fucking plan for like when something like this happens? Why has it been exactly.
1: like, every you know day they've many... been
0: making up what the next thing is? Like, isn't that,
1: <laughs> like, I've watched
0: the movies, man. There's a crack team that like, in the office out the back. that that no one ever goes to and then one day the the phone rings and they can't find it because you know that's like where's that ringing coming from and it's like oh my god it this is it like there right you go. This is the, get the folder right this is what we do page 1 and it's like so
1: then, there's like no there's phone been, there's
0: no folder there's nothing
1: and like with terrorism for instance there've been so many of those like drills where you kind of see them um doing a dummy terrorist attack do you know what i mean like i saw so many of them where they were doing rehearsals of like fake attacks is with you know people um pretending they were injured to see how people how they how they could cope with it and there's nothing of this nature apparently um they were warned of this years ago and look man i know that money is an issue but all of a sudden money isn't an issue now so it's like I just think that the management of it like our country is being run by some real idiots and it's not okay we like you said we can't just not know enough we can't just like make it up as you go along day by day
0: it's like just take and like pluck uh, your just any 16 year year old out of like first year of sixth form or something like that and they would have known in the early days of this just from having a Netflix account the stuff that you should do and shouldn't do when kind of a you know this kind of event Mm. apocalyptic type you know scenario starts to unfold if they'd wanted to and they would know they didn't learn surely that social interaction is a major cause of these things spreading so if they're you know you'd shut down straight away that would surely just be well we've run the two you know variables and this is when we if we do it after 30 days this is if we do it after a week this you know and yeah it's I, like you said about the money there I think the money being spent now is to protect much larger among, amounts of money
1: that's yeah. my opinion
0: on that so A delay for my sort not even really, I don't even think it's a conspiracy theory, to be honest, but I think the delay of the measures being brought in was probably to allow people to get their ducks in a row or however you want to announce it, you know, of uh, it would take certain people a little while just to make sure that they were protected, that everything was going to be okay. you know, that their interests were covered. Um, I said to my wife earlier, you know, there's no way that Boris would have sprung this on all his Eton mates by them reading, like tuning in to BBC at six o'clock one night, is that, you know, there's no way that would be the first thing that people would be finding out about it. I think that's fair.
1: It. I think you're right there. I don't think that's uh, at all being kind of conspiratorial. I think that there's a, a, a hierarchy and we were, for a reason, very last to know. And um, and what's f- terrible is, is how prepared they are just for lives to be kind of taken Do you know what i mean like yeah. they're not one thing that really struck me is how and i know that people are really whatever kind of unsure about news that comes out of china but they were focused on building hospitals to kill the virus and we've kind of been like almost passive about that and um creating beds and and mortuaries and and almost kind of just like accepting defeat on some level because they are going to be kind of like um it's going to be it's going to be quite testing on their capacities and stuff but and i'm this is not any kind of in any shape or form a remark about the nhs workers who are working really really hard it's more about the kind of people who the government the people who are paying for all of this um the stats that they have kind of just, I suppose, projected. Um, it feels as though there's just a, a, a an accepted level of, of loss here.
0: Yeah, I, I and yeah, to to I, I'm sure protect the the greater good, and I, I get that. You know, I'm not you know far enough left to the point you know where I would think that certain people shouldn't be protected or certain institutions shouldn't be protected yeah. or, or that the, you know, it's the, the main, that center point of the infrastructure. Yes, it is. It is really important because if that goes, then everything goes, you know, so you do sort of, I get it. You have to have a, a degree of defense, you know, around just absolute carnage and, and, and chaos coming through. But yeah, the, <laughs> Like we said before, you know, the fact that it would seem like that, you know, the messages are so have been so mixed from one day to the other. You know, this and whole... that's
1: what's funny about it, though, because it's turned that upside down. So the people, the downtrodden NHS workers and key workers, as they are called these days, they have suddenly turned up um, on the triangle. They've become the, the you know, really important workers versus, like, I don't know, everybody else who's kind of not working right now. So, but that doesn't really translate into anything societally. Like, they might get a fucking retweet or a clap at 8.30 or 8 o'clock in the evening, but that ain't going to help them.
0: No, I I wasn't a fan of the... I I wouldn't say I wasn't wasn't a fan of the the clap but, that's just but a, yeah it it's is a, a, it's a mistake, selfish thing
1: to make you feel better oh you know i i i kind of appreciate them clap 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 that's good for you what's it doing for them they're fucking working god knows how long on their feet and they've been going through these conditions for a long time like this is not just corona since corona right they've just been on the lowest pay on the in a horrible shifts long hours unappreciated and you think a little clap for two three minutes at eight o'clock one night is really gonna what 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 is that they deserve so much better man these are people that are saving our lives when we're stuck when we are so stupid that we injure ourselves or i don't know mess up they are the ones that save us and like footballers get paid god knows how much amount and they can't even kind of like get paid half of that
0: yeah yeah yeah, and, and footballers get clapped every bloody weekend as exactly. well. Don't they? You know, it's not like, a, oh, there you go, that will. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it, almost sickening, isn't it, to watch people mm. that have gone out of their way to purposefully harm the NHS stand around clapping it, but uh, clapping themselves as much, it seems like. I for think that's for what, it, that's that they what I, it. It.
1: I was. I found it was so insulting. It's just yeah. insulting. Like they. They deserve so much better. Um, yeah. Well,
0: you know, this is obviously in our lifetime. There's never been anything this that that's impacted the whole world at the same time. You know, to to this degree. You know, there's been we, we've had nine eleven. 11 was like yeah, nine,
1: this is exactly isn't 9/11. We, everyone
0: was like nine eleven. The world will never be the same again. You know, is what people said. You know, in the immediate aftermath and it wasn't, of that, like, because the this securitization
1: that came afterwards, um, yeah, the securitization that came afterwards literally decimated our freedoms and rights to to levels we don't even know. And unfortunately, it looks like this is going to do a lot more damage.
0: Yeah, but it, it do so, so. This this is the dream, though, isn't it? And uh, it sounds very pessimistic to say that maybe i don't quite see this happening but as a society we have never had a better chance to like reset stuff you know to like think like for number one what do you think to this idea i reckon we should we should have a month every year where we stop anyway like the the way that the planet has been healing itself in the last month and you know wouldn't it be nice if this was just a you know, without the virus around. But this was just a bit of downtime almost, you know. Of like I
1: understand that because we used to have a lot more downtime than recently. Like, you know, obviously when I was a kid at school, you would get two weeks off for Christmas. And I think it felt like workers or, or that there was a slowdown in recent times due to consumerism and capitalism. It's, it's you don't ever get, you don't switch off, especially with the phones. And we're so connected and interconnected. So I hear you. Honestly, there have been some positives that because there is something very freeing about accepting that nothing matters and and just not giving a fuck. So there's things that you've been putting off because you've been quote unquote too busy getting around to things and kind of like um, doing things that you've just never had the time for is good. And there's loads of I mean, it's, it's kind of strange, but there have been really positive outcomes. I'm not sure about a month of this um, maybe that is the right timelines could be more could be less it could be variable we certainly need far more control over our life than we have done before so I think that's up for discussion what what it is is before corona everything was driven around money everything was driven around um, targets and uh, deliverables and achievables and and kind of you know um, competitiveness and then kind of outdoing other people Um, and so due to the government deciding that that's not the um, kind of modus operandi anymore and we're not playing those by that rule book until we get the new rule book we're in limbo so it's it is a nice feeling to know that um, we we don't have to be driven in that way anymore like there's a lot more people that are just comfortable with who they are and and not trying to put on a front but I just don't know what this is kind of giving way to shape for what what this is giving way for us to be kind of like what what is getting us ready for um because if it's not about money what is it going to be about saving people's lives because we never gave a shit about lives before though do you know what I mean so that's why I'm a bit skeptical about it like old people and homeless people were around before and it's great that you're giving them a place to sleep now um better late than never honestly i really think that yeah yeah but um i'm just a bit skeptical when you didn't give a fuck before and now all of a sudden all you can do is give a fuck what what have i missed
0: yeah yeah why is it possible
1: to to be so compassionate where's that where's that been before yeah. That's what I'm saying, do you know what I mean? So it's like, it's a bit Which, hard to yeah. trust because you don't know when the next rug is going to be pulled from, un- from under you and what's going to happen next. Now, you know, okay, so money's not important anymore, but then we still need to eat. Uh, you know, I just don't understand, like, what is going to happen. I really don't.
0: Yeah. you. you, you it's, yeah, it is the buzzword, unprecedented, isn't it? So, yeah, but are know, they going to,
1: like all of a sudden if it does go back to the way it was is the inner peace you could say that you described it will be gone again and we'll just so i think if anything we need to kind of like when you use the word reset it's a good word we need to kind of be our own guides as to how fast we accelerate or how much we need to decelerate we need to kind of not need to be told what to do and i think that's the problem with having a society like this where everybody is just willing to kind of nod and take orders and and kind of like nod their head and get on with things and we need to be able to have some more autonomy over our own decisions and lifestyles and lives and not have to kind of all have this herd you know herd mind frame or herd kind of group thinking we need to be able to have a bit of freedom and I'm worried about how this is affecting our freedoms
0: yeah you're right because the It's how quickly we're all rammed back in on that tube again together, isn't it? Or like the the forty-three bus up in Manchester? No, it's not actually. I've seen those pictures. Yeah, of people still construction workers mainly. They say, but majority,
1: you know. But they're risking death, apparently, um, allegedly. You could say, and so it's obviously a little bit harder for some people to decondition themselves from the mind frame that we've been so hell-bent on um kind of like how do you just it's like changing religions almost like how do you all of a sudden go from being this like real uh evangelical christian let's say to going to be this like i don't know hindu or something like that so yeah yeah i it's just hard to trust because you know that the people who are giving the orders and stuff are Muppets, um, who are themselves being infected. Um, yeah. And so...
0: Like licking door handles and stuff and forgetting, you know. yeah, in the moment, yeah.
1: No, so, it, it, I, it's I crazy, man.
0: Looking... Yeah, I, you're right. It's that hope, isn't it? That this needs to change something, and in a positive yeah. way as well. I hope that everyone isn't just going to we're already being co- conditioned We've go back to sort of like getting towards a wrap up, but quite a nice line. And it was like, my little girl's already talking about when do we get back to normal? So this is a four mm. year old has picked up on that, that phrase, that terminology. Um, and that's what we're all being prepped for, isn't it? Is when we're back to, you know, back to normal, back to normal, Well, it's kind of like, uh, well, hang on. You've not kind of proved yourselves too great. In the way that this has been dealt with here, you know. So maybe I love the way that you sort of, you yeah, know, like uh, described it then as like the the speed at which you know we we recondition or race or do we say no, no actually slow down a bit now? You know, there needs to be a
1: change of always, gear
0: or go to the scenic yeah, route for a bit or something.
1: I would almost look at it the other way in terms of it feels as though our quote unquote our lives are being held to ransom and. I'm, I want to know what is the price going to be for us to have a semblance of that normality back, because it feels as though we're going to have to lose something to get back, not everything that we had. So to to get back to even close to what we we used to have, it's not going to be, I I fear it's not going to be the way it used to be now, um, because too many people's paranoias and, and fears have been indulged quite intently. But what are we going to have to do, you know, if it's not about money, what are they going to want from us or, or expect from us to take from us uh, yeah. for us to be able to have it, freedom and, and to be able to freedom of movement and to be able to live?
0: You're right. You can't help but feel that there's a there's going to be a deal on the yeah, almost isn't, gonna There's going to be a trade, a trade, be. A, a trade if, will be
1: required it's, this is not them. Do you know what I mean? This, all this eerie hippie kind of love yourself and, um, you know, be you. That's not them. That's right. a slight byproduct of of humanity kind of redressing a, an imbalance because we've been the other way too long. But this is not part of their. You know, it sounds like I'm a maniac, but this is not part of a plan. This is just like a part of the confusion that we're in whilst we transition. But what the fuck are we transitioning to?
0: yeah true oh man it's I I love it you know I'm 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 really worried worry is the wrong word worried is the wrong word but this um my second season series of doing this podcast whatever you want to call it could Mm. just be like 20 conversations quite similar to this because it's like (laughs) like how how do I like how do I talk to you know Joe stand-up you know about so tell me about <laughs> the first because, gig you know what got you into telling jokes about um you know masturbating tell me about that joke you know the so facts it's...
1: have shown that people are switching off from you know what you if you want to call that a normal podcast normal yeah um, yeah scheduling people are watching the news and and other things but like fucking hell they've even taken sport away from you kev how do you feel about that
0: Having two young children, sport has already been taken away from me uh, a couple of years ago. To be honest, it's sort of like something that I'm able to like dip in and out of, out of, you know, from time to time. Anyway, so I'm not majorly missing it. I, I'm loving, if anything, the the people that aren't letting it go. You know how they're sort of like
1: yeah. grim
0: grimly holding <laughs> on to like this this dying carcass of the Premier League you know, of a kind of, no, there's still football that, you know, and still wanting to talk. Like, it's still like a, a gossip column on every day on the BBC website, you know, <laughs> of, of like what player might be going somewhere. And it's like, guys, we're all dying. At what point, you know, are we going to care about, you know, Jack Grealish? Is he going from Villa to United or whatever? You know, it's, yeah. like, well, it's
1: not going to matter cute. when we're
0: all, all all dead, is it? You know, but you know, there's,
1: <laughs> there's,
0: there's people, yeah, holding... Holding on to it, I'm enjoying that. I I love the, um, you know, the the human spirit of denial or passion and the loyalty and just sort of, yeah, um, denial, whatever it is. Of of talking about (laughs) it,
1: Um,
0: I I take it you're still doing Edinburgh though, because that's still going ahead, isn't it? That's still happening. Um,
1: I'm not sure. <laughs> if I'm honest with you, um, I would have liked to be in a position to be previewing right as we speak. And yeah. I I'm gonna have to be pulling a few of the previews I have in April. Oh, so I'm not it's sure. not gonna
0: happen though, is it? Sure. Why are that they, they are like know. talk about holding on to a you know the the carcass of something. They're they're really they've got a tight. They grip might on that, surprise
1: you, you know, Scottish the Scottish, um, I like. I think they I like. Know, to they're feel tough. Rebellion. They are
0: tough. Yeah, yeah.
1: August, the weather will be better. Well, not up there. I don't know. It could potentially be. <laughs> I, I, I could see... <laughs> Did you
0: hear what you just said about August in Edinburgh? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know. I mean, to be honest with you, uh, they've got a maverick nature about them, and yeah. if they do go ahead, and God, you know. Good good luck to them. I hope it goes really really well. I enjoyed last year. I'm I'm just not sure how um, affected I will be by this to be able to yeah, yeah. kind of make the the art that I want to. Um, so oh, I really don't know, which is really sad. But I'm not going to lament but... on that because we're both no no and...
0: exactly, man. And and look, and look, as soon as I've got stuff up and running up here again, in whatever form it is, you know, as I said, hopefully stuff will happen before yeah. next year where we can actually go out again. And um, yeah, I will get you up for some gigs and stuff That'd like that. That'd be
1: amazing. Been, been and I don't think your, we'll have any audience and, heckling anymore. You
0: know. <laughs> oh, they're going to be so fucking grateful that we're there. Aren't I they? know. This could be this, this. You know, I'm glad this has happened. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's the best. That's the this, best is spirit. A good,
0: yeah you know this is going to be a good thing for the arts because uh maybe people will who are we kidding give it a couple of months they'll uh they <laughs> soon be shouting at us again won't they but um no that that's been so fascinating thank you so much for your, oh, you for your time this evening me. and for like kicking off the you know and this is you know the domino effects and stuff I probably wouldn't have started doing like the the second series of this you know if it went for the you know, this is my narcissistic streak coming in, you Not know, the at festivals, I think it's the really festivals canceled, you know, what am I going to do? You know, I've got to do it's something. It's a good opportunity
1: so. to capture um, a very unique uh, point in time. And I think um, it will help a lot of people young and old and, and middle-aged, whatever, like listen back to it. Um, once the, things have got better or healed to listen back to it when it's as raw as it is right now from how we're talking about. So if you do have 20 conversations like this, I think they'll all be very rich and diverse and um, it's, it's a good opportunity to capture some of the stuff that we're feeling.
0: Awesome, man. No, I appreciate that. Um, obviously I'll like plug all your socials and, and oh, stuff like that as you. well so that uh, people can catch up with you there and uh, yeah, stay safe and keep in touch yeah you're the rest natural it, by the friend. way
1: so keep podcasting whether it's this or whatever but like you're you you've got a great voice and um you're a good listener you've got so many interesting things to say so don't put it down to narcissism it's not at all <laughs>
0: okay, okay I've I've there you go. I am doing Edinburgh and that's going on the poster. Thank you very much. <laughs> <Do it. laughs> cool. Be right so sad right, well, thank have you have so much for your time. You're yeah welcome. cheers Bye-bye. good night. Bye bye So there you go. That is episode 1 of series 2 with the amazing Celia Azmat, thank you so much Uh, really really enjoyed that, I hope you did as well and you'll see a sort of a slightly different route that we have to take with things because of this current climate and it would be kind of a bit mad I guess if we weren't discussing and opening up to certain things so I mean that could be a new direction for us, you never know Um, with this season we'll see we'll see where we go guys Uh, But no, fantastic, thank you so much for that Thank you for tuning in Please spread the word Like, share, subscribe Uh, Five star ratings would be fantastic If you don't mind Over on uh, Apple or wherever it is That you listen to your podcasts Anything positive that you can do Through those channels Please do it for us Uh, It really does help And uh, yeah, we're excited man You know, series one We were top 20 at one point in the UK on the old yeah, okay, it's a specific genre of comedy interviews but you know I'll, I'll take it i'll have that uh top 30 in the states as well so come on we can beat that this time around let's get behind this um love you all dearly please keep safe please look after each other uh please help your neighbors and friends do what you can it's uh a shitty weird time at the moment and our best way through it isn't to rely on those above us but i think it's to turn to the side and help out who's around you really that's the only way to go thank you so much we will be back with another episode like mega soon next couple of days and yeah i can't wait thanks for your time
1: have a good one Bye bye